Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is Laurie A. Couture, author of Instead of Medicating and Punishing, Healing the Causes of Our Children's Acting Out Behavior by Parenting and Educating the Way Nature Intended. Welcome to the Free and Joyful Childhood Radio Show, which I archive. On this show, we discuss attachment parenting, unschooling children's rights, natural family living, and social justice issues. I want to thank my son, uh, Divian, Um, which is his stage name, for composing the awesome startup audio metal guitar riff for me. Uh, Unfortunately, a little technical difficulties getting used to Blog Talk Radio's new format. It uh, was a little bit, the audio was a little off today. You can check out my son Bryson, also known as Divian, on his YouTube channel and his Facebook band page, both Serenade to Darkness. Today's show, we are going to be discussing a very um, difficult issue to discuss, which is child abuse and neglect. And today we're going to talk about some recent media cases, the failure of child protective services, the importance of protecting children, and how attachment parenting and homeschooling prevent child abuse. Um, One of the worst cases that I have seen in the media recently is the case of Little Christian Choate. Um, In 2009, 13-year-old Christian Choate was beaten to death. Um, This was after years and years of physical and mental torture by his father and stepmother, and also his older sister was involved in torturing him. Of course, she was a victim as well. Um, He spent almost the entire last year of his life in a wire dog cage being denied his basic human needs of being able to eat, hydrate, use the toilet, play, move around and just be a child. He was he wrote pages and pages of heart-wrenching accounts of his suffering. There's a blog post about it on my my blog at lauriecouture.com. And also we know the brutal case of little Kaylee Anthony who was murdered and um the primary suspect her mother was acquitted of the murder, and there are have just been numerous cases in the media. There was also one of a little girl that was found um, in uh, murdered and placed, I guess she was placed in a plastic tub and sealed into it. Child abuse and neglect is a very real issue that often is not is not confronted in some of the attachment parenting community and and I have been working with abused children for 
all of my entire adult life and even in my late adolescent years. And it is my passion to protect children. Um, The Child Protective Services in the United States is absolutely deplorable and it does not at all do justice to children. Children are left repeatedly in abusive and neglectful households. Sometimes multiple reports are filed over a period of years and children are not protected. The child protective system in the United States is is absolutely deplorable. Although there may be here and there a few offices in certain states that might work out, overall the system is abusive and neglectful to children. Unfortunately, in this society, back to the puritanical roots, children are not valued. Children are seen as property. And unfortunately, people do not want to get involved in protecting children because, again, they have this belief that they need to they need to not cause trouble for the parents or they need to they need to uh well let's try to intervene on our own or oh we don't want to alienate the family or oh we don't want the state to come in and take away the parents children now let me please set the record straight that is an urban myth there have been some tragic cases of child protective services coming in and wrongly removing children, but it's largely an urban myth. I have been working in the mental health, social work, and education systems for years, and I have not once seen a child wrongly removed. In fact, generally what I see are cases of children who have been repeatedly and chronically abused and neglected, and sometimes at the case of torture, and they are not removed, no matter how many times reports are filed. This is the reality, people. The urban myth of Child Protective Services taking people's children away from them, that is an urban myth. It does happen. However, in in the cases where children are removed, the majority of the cases are situations where the parents have had chronic situations where they have not been able to provide for the needs of the children. And, of course, parents you know, are very upset when children are removed. But when cases like Christian Choate and Kaylee Anthony come to light and all the other children that I can't name off the top of my head because the list of especially these new cases is just coming in more and more, but they're all they're all in my heart. And 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 then not to mention these are the high highly uh publicized media cases, not to mention all of the children that do not get the the attention because they have not died or something horrible hasn't happened. These are all children that have have suffered fatal child abuse. They they are they are they have lost their lives. In fact, I, actually, there was one I just read a little boy whose head was smashed against a wall. He had uh, presented at the hospital with brain swelling. Well, he has been pronounced dead. So that's another case. And it doesn't matter where these children's states are. The the point is this is happening in our country. And the reality is that in the majority of these situations, Child Protective Services was aware of a problem and they repeatedly refused to do anything. And their defense is always the same. Well, the reports were unfounded. We didn't have enough evidence. The parents wouldn't admit to anything. The children wouldn't admit to anything. But yet there's these repeated reports on... um, 
on change.org, I proposed a petition um, to make it a felony if state child protective authorities fail to take action to protect children when more than two separate credible reports have been made against a family or when there is strong suspicion by Child Protective Services that there is severe physical abuse, sexual abuse, and or severe physical neglect. Um, and, of course, that does not include what the states like to call educational neglect. That is, That needs to be stated, that that, that would not include that. And we can talk about that later. Um, child, and now, now, keep in mind, see, when people hear this, they automatically think that child protection automatically has to mean removal. That should be the last-ditch effort. Protection, as I put in my petition and in my blog entry, can be a number of different services such as daily in-home visits from social workers to observe family dynamics over a period of time. Because unfortunately right now, social workers, if they go in at all, if they do consider a report founded and they have enough evidence to actually go in, they'll usually visit the family once a month. What good is that? And they usually announce their visit so that the family can make everything look good, tidy up the house and then grill the children and, and feed the children everything they need to say and threaten the children. So daily home visits to watch the dynamic over time, because over time the, the parents aren't going to be able to keep up the charade. They're going to start noticing the behavioral problems coming out and, and the way the parents are responding to that. So daily home visits are, are one way that child protection can happen. And this would include not just daily home visits to observe, but this would be mandatory parent education classes with home observations, classes for teachers, uh, excuse me, classes for te children, teaching them, teaching the children about their right to be free from abuse and how to identify it, letting them know that spanking is child abuse, that that is unacceptable, you know, regardless of what the law says, letting them know what is and what is not abuse teaching children about their right to be free from abuse and how to identify it, mandatory in-home therapy from a team with the focus being on attachment parenting education, not behavioral modification. Because right now a lot of the in-home therapeutic services end up being just about trying to get the children to conform. Um, other other ways that child protection can happen would be placing the child with relatives while the parents receive treatment, placing the entire family in a foster care situation with a supportive family that models healthy, you know, parenting and child care. And which, by the way, that there was a very successful program that I've not been able to find a lot of information about in New York City, um, where this this was put into place where the entire family went into foster care. And, of course, it was highly successful, but the state stopped it because of lack of funding. See, that's the issue. These things work. Um, also, having placing the entire family in a program with a small group of other families, or in the case of chronic abuse and neglect, severe neglect, the parents or parents refusing to cooperate with services, and obviously in the case of life-threatening abuse or torture, the child needs to be removed from the parents, period. And there needs to not be this constant going back and forth over a period of years. The child, the child needs to be able to be freed for adoption when it has been clear that there has been severe and unremediated child abuse. Um, also, one of the things that I want to talk about while we have some, we have some time 
because our show is short and we only have uh, you know a little more than three minutes left, is that attachment parenting and unschooling protect children from abuse because attachment parenting is all about the the human attachment cycle, which is meeting the needs of children. When parents meet the needs of children and put the needs of children first and stop misinterpreting children and their behavior and their needs as negative attacks on the parent, when the needs of the children are met, abuse will not happen because children will not be acting out and parents will not be misinterpreting their cues as attempts to manipulate. That, that is that is a whole way of thinking that our culture perpetuates. Our culture perpetuates child abuse by the way they view children. And one of the things I need to say, as you know, I'm a very, very strong, um, very strong advocate for alternatives uh, to public school, especially unschooling, which is the most natural form of, of learning for children because it's self-directed. One of the things is in a lot of these fatal child abuse cases, the media jumps on the fact that these children were so-calledly, quote-unquote, homeschooled. In reality, what was being done was not homeschooling. The child was just being kept at home, and it was a front for child abuse. Unfortunately, when these high media cases get into the media, then what that does is that puts all of this pressure on to legislators to go and, and, and exert more power over tactics and control over legitimate homeschooling families, which is just, it's a nightmare. Because as it is, homeschooling families in many states have to jump through so many hoops in order to give their children an alternative to the public school. And the more regulations that they do that, then homeschoolers are not going to have the right to be able to provide their children an authentic and natural and free and joyful education. And what 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 bothers me is when I see that because then you have the mainstream people thinking that homeschooling is the problem and oh we've got to have teachers regulate that teachers going into the home I will tell you people the last thing in the world I'm going to do would ever be allow a teacher into my home teachers are abusive to children teachers don't let children be children they they lock them up as hostages teachers and schools and school administration and the way schools run is all about being anti-human to children. It is developmentally appropriate. It harms children, and all of their physical needs are denied, their emotional needs. So the last thing in the world would be to have a teacher or school exert more um, oversight into my, you know, into my home. So I just wanted to end on that note. So thank you for joining me today for another archived episode of the Free and Joyful Childhood Radio Show. Please visit lauriacouture.com to read my blog um, and and also to learn more about my supportive parenting coaching and unschooling consultation services. Um, I offer any type of support and coaching to families who are looking to attachment parent or to do any sort of alternative to the public school. Any age child from zero to 18, call me up. I'm here for you. This is your host, Laurier Couture. Peace and love, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you very much.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.